0: We are Michael Veazey in London, England. And Jason Miles in Seattle, Washington. More importantly, you are the owner of a thriving online business and you want to become the best e-commerce leader you can be. We're here to get you there. For show notes with links and resources mentioned today and for other GC resources like downloads, just visit our blog, theecommerceleader.com. Hey folks, welcome back to the Ecommerce Leader podcast. And today we are finishing off the second chunk of the seven ways to increase your average order value that Jason's outlining. Really, really, really powerful stuff. In the end, uh, you can't eat revenue. Profits are what you're going to take your personal cut from to uh, increase your lifestyle. And profits are what drives the value of your business if you ever sell it one day. So, Profits is the only sane thing to be really going for in the end. Jason is, as he calls himself, a profit-driven entrepreneur. And today's uh, topic, average order value increasing, is absolutely a brilliant way to increase profits. And a lot of the time, once it's set up, you don't have to do any extra work. You've got to do the work to set it up and you've got to do the mental work to figure out how to implement this stuff so I'm not going to give away ways five six and seven you have to listen to the podcast for that just to say that you really need this stuff this is such an important topic and it's common sense in a sense but common sense is not common so I swear that if you listen you're going to pick up one or two tidbits that really will repay what is probably going to be only about a 20 minute episode please listen please think about this stuff at least. And if you go and implement this stuff, please come back to us and let us know because it's such an exciting thing when we hear that people have taken the concepts, today's very much Jason's concepts, and implemented them and got a result. We love that stuff. So that said, let's get into the show. What's the fifth uh, way of increasing our average order
1: value? Yeah, the fifth way is basically for Shopify sellers. It's a knockoff of how Amazon does things, which (laughs) many Shopify functionality pieces are basically derived from things that they see Amazon doing. And so this fifth idea is to add in your Shopify site a customers also bought or a, you know, recommended now bought, bought, it's not a, <laughs> sorry, customers also purchased these items. And it's a, a reference to a set of items at the bottom of every product page. And when you set that up, you give people the opportunity to see related items. Now, Amazon's been doing this for a long, long time. And you don't have any control over it, as I understand it. In Amazon, as a seller, they recommend things that aren't your products. But I think there might be some techniques or tricks to sort of massage that together. Okay, there there are. Okay, Michael's saying there. But anyway, so on on Shopify, straightforward, you just add the apps that allow you to recommend additional products so amazon allows for some version of this michael if there's street secret strategies or tricks
0: yeah or they're, not, they're not that secret people don't use them that often i mean it, it's 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 broadly speaking two things i mean the first of all to to get sort of cross-sell to your own products rather than somebody else's mm-hmm. you can partially engineer this and and it it's sometimes it works better than others and i've never really gone into the detail of this enough so broadly speaking if you buy product A you can set up coupon codes so if you buy product A you get 20% off product B Okay. Now, how you message it and how much control you get over that messaging is the thing with Amazon because they want the control. But mm-hmm. you can engineer it such that if it, if it happens often enough, Amazon will organically show your product as also brought product B is also brought often with bought, I should say, with product A because yeah. it is. So once you've got that that engine spinning, then Amazon will actually start to favor you because they feel like they're under control, but actually mm-hmm. you've kind of engineered it. Mm-hmm. So it's it sort of you know tweaking the algorithm to your yeah. your needs it's kind of the old art of being the amazon seller really it's it's not anything like is under your control as shopify of course yeah, sure. the other thing you can do though is advertise and be the person who appears and are not also bought but sponsored products related to this item section obviously you can be in there and um again that that's an underused strategy everyone obsesses about appearing for the right keywords and so you should but what they don't think about so much is appearing in relation to related products and make Mm -hmm. sure your picture looks better and your features are better and it's a little bit cheaper you can steal sales off people all day long Mm -hmm. and that's i think an underused uh, technique
1: love that yeah okay great fantastic
0: Good stuff. So that's the fifth one. What's the sixth AOV way of driving AOV?
1: This one is really, really powerful. And it took us a long time to think it through in our mind, but it's simply this, rather than ever offering a discount coupon, that's just a 20% off or whatever, 10% off, always structure your coupons as a buy more, save more discount. Meaning that if they spend $20, they get 5% 5% off. But if they spend $50, they get 10% off if They spend a hundred dollars. They get 15% off or whatever. You get the idea. It's an increasing discount based on the amount that they put into their checkout, into their shopping cart. Now that simple change in couponing is directly intended to boost average order value. And it works. And so if you ever just in your mind saying, oh, my sales are sort of, you know, bad, I I need to run a sale, you know, a coupon or or a discount or some kind of, you know, special promotion, don't do it as just a straight coupon code. Always do it as a, a buy more, save more coupon. It works so much better to increase your average order value.
0: Absolutely. Now, this is something that very much can be done very straightforwardly in the Amazon universe. You can set up uh, set up tiered coupons. And again, I don't hear about a lot of people doing it. It really does depend on the kind of product you've got, how powerful it can be. More mm. by luck than judgment, because my in my brain is sort of wired to think in terms of orchestras and choirs, because I was a conductor and still do that as a hobby sometimes. And I bought, sort of, I was selling things like stand lights, which entire choirs and orchestras could buy. And uh, I set up tiers such that if you got 25% off for buying 50, I would You sell fifty at a time sometimes, so you've got to look at your numbers and make sure there's a profit margin in there. Sometimes, if you need to just sell through your stock because you're running out of cash, if you can do a violently large discount, you can shift a lot of units per transaction. Which means that instead of waiting for weeks and weeks to sell through a a poorly chosen product and get your cash back out of the system, you can liquidate in the matter of you know a few days. So it's a powerful lever to have available. So you just need to be clear if you're trying to make a profit. Obviously, (laughs) set your tiers such that you make a profit easily overlooked but nevertheless very straightforward very powerful yeah and i
1: should have said at the beginning if you're going to do a discount and on occasion if you want to do a discount do it as a buy more save more you're right i mean you you know this is not the ideal the ideal is to sell at full price but nonetheless if you're going to go down that road go down it as wisely as possible yeah
0: Absolutely, yeah. It's it's a more primitive sort of approach than, than setting up a whole funnel, and mm-hmm. it, therefore it works very well on Amazon. The more sophisticated stuff is harder to do with Amazon and, and Shopify. You know, and your mm. own direct to consumer site is really geared to that, I guess. But yep. yeah, to be used mindfully. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's powerful. I would just say uh, it's powerful way of getting revenue. It may not be way of getting. Profits if you set those tiers wrong. (laughs) Ask me how I know. So the uh, the the seventh, I've I've done it both ways, and profit is better. Trust me. Yeah. The the seventh and final way of increasing average order value. Yeah.
1: The the seventh way is the most obvious, straightforward way. I kind of saved it for the last, and that is test your way into simply raising your prices. And you know, you you, as I said, kind of when we're talking about you know point number four. About the blended AOV, if you can raise your floor, you know, average price incrementally by, you know, 5% a year, 10% a year, whatever it is, then you certainly should do that. Over time, it adds up. And, you know, the question is, will your customers leave for an alternate product? And if they don't leave for an alternate product, then you have pricing power. And if you have pricing power, then the question is, how do you use that pricing power? How aggressively do you use it? And you can incrementally, you know, kind of test your way forward. And in in Shopify, you kind of just have to know what you're doing and think about it. You can do, you know, split tests, but, you know, it's, it's more about customer reaction over time than it is kind of at the moment of checkout. I think what you, I guess what I'm trying to say is you'll learn from your tribe, whether they're resistant to price increases by their, by, you know, anecdotes, comments, feedback. And by their behavior over time, which is different than just a straight A-B test, you know, where you have a real limited duration to understand what the consumer behavior is. But nonetheless, you should think through how does this impact my business? Can I do this? What's the competition space look like? And is there an opportunity for me to have pricing power?
0: Yeah, I like this. The word pricing power, by the way, I really like that your use of that frequently. And I think that one reason for building brands, sometimes if you're a very, very numbers driven, I know a few people like that in, in the space, in the Amazon space, you're very numbers driven, particularly people who've come from a wholesale background or have sold direct to retail and have a huge variety of SKUs, have like 2,000, yeah. 1,000 product lines. It's very easy to dismiss the softer stuff like brand building. And the reason to do brand building just a smaller side is that pricing power and the acid test and this is why I think the numerate people need the numbers focused people need to this is where brand meets numbers how do you know if you've got a brand well because people will pay more it's kind of simple without the conversion rate dropping off and so If you have a, a community of people, a tribe, that, that you're really closely in touch with, like you and cinema have an incredibly powerfully connected tribe and you have your own site, then it's much easier to get a feel for that anecdotally. If you're on Amazon, you need to be a little bit more sort mm-hmm. of autistic and, and sort of do that via the numbers. In fact, of course, the ideal business, you do both. Your CFO finds it through the numbers. You see it maybe numerically right. or anecdotally, depending on your bent but but ideally both and yeah this is really powerful stuff because simply raising your price to the right amount is an incredibly great way of getting extra profits i mean so much better than selling more stuff and amazon is always encouraging us to sell more stuff so it's a real disease so two two tools and two ways of doing this on amazon one is the straightforward again splitly.com which is a split testing tool and i acknowledge that split testing You kind of feel like you have 100% solid data, and sometimes you don't. So the attribution of clicks is a real art. Mm -hmm. In a Shopify world, that thinking is too simplistic, and what you say makes more sense, more of a feel for it. Uh, On Amazon, because most of the time you make most of your money on one transaction and then the customer disappears into the universe, it's much more directly relevant. The other incredible tool is developed by these Stanford PhDs, and I've been speaking with that chap called hi who's uh, originally from Turkey, now lives in California and has got a an incredibly like a uh, brain trust there. And they built a tool called Eva.guru, dot Guru which does automated pricing, not just for resellers, which is, you know, there are other tools out there, but it's actually genuine autom- what do you call it? Artificial intelligence. So it's not just rules-based. Basically, if you say make this much profit or whatever mm-hmm. you input you you know goal you've set it it will adjust mm-hmm. over time trying stuff out and if it doesn't work if if a then b as he put it to me a real ai system that's genuinely artificially intelligent will say if a then b and after a while it'll go mm, doesn't work so let's try if a then minus b minus a bit or b plus a bit and so i've seen some of the the statistics he shared with me and uh wow. using that as a pricing tool for for Private label has really increased people's profits. So that's a super powerful
1: tool. Works for third-party sellers of just random products? It does, yeah, which is the
0: difference. It's not just a repricing tool for existing products. It it works for uh, private label as well. So you're Um, saying
1: that in the age of AI, when mm -hmm. the robots are in control of things, we can have Mm -hmm. our own robot? Exactly right. And
0: that's exactly what's been happening in the trading world for 30 years, right? I mean, the guys in Wall Street, the guys in the City of London with the capital C, the, the square yeah. mile, they've been yeah. doing this stuff for a generation maybe yeah. too and they will pay a billion dollars for a piece of cable that is slightly thicker and sends the the micro <laughs> the, the impulses yeah. in a few milliseconds quicker because it is a basically robot wars and uh, yeah so that's what's coming to Amazon. that is genius so this guy it was
1: a, a guest on your um, amazing fba podcast yeah on, on 10k see.
0: collective yeah and i've had okay. multiple software creators and and uh, ceos yeah. and founders and and yeah. salesmen on the podcast i have to say that it, i think it's probably the most genuine Radical software that I've come across in the entire show so far?
1: Eva.guru, yeah. Oh, exactly Eva.guru.
0: right, yeah. Guru. yeah, I mean, the main thing is like any of this stuff, just test it out, but it's actually yeah. cheaper than some very primitive rules based reprices. So I remember showing him this thing and talking about wow. quite a big, big selling client. He's doing a few million bucks a year in, in uh, revenue. And he said, yeah, it should be incredibly easy and by the way it's cheaper it should make a little more money and, and these guys
1: know what they're doing this is like this uh,
0: that is my belief but the thing is that you PhD like anything else you've got to try it out and give it, yeah. it give it enough time to know but amazon because it is front-end weighted you're going to know pretty quickly with with some like your dtc store yeah. you might have to wait you know several months to see how the whole picture pans out at least wow. several months maybe a year on amazon i get you can get a pretty good idea after 30 days i would say so i would say like anything else try it for 30 days minimum yeah. And then review. And if it works, try it for 90 days. And then it's really working. Then go 100% on it
1: like anything else. man, I love that. Okay. So just if there's a lot of people, just a wave of people just joined us. I don't know why. But (laughs) if you're watching, we're talking about seven ways to increase your average order value. We just talked about the seventh way, which is test your way into higher prices, which is the most obvious way to increase average order value. But the tool Michael just mentioned for Amazon sellers sounds fantastic. But here's the thing I wanted to also mention on this one. Let's say that you've got a price point and you don't have any pricing power and your customers say, if you raise your price, we will walk away from you. Then there's still a a technique that you can use. And because that scenario means that you have a hyper-focused customer on price. So what do you do? The way in which you, you move the needle with them with their permission is you start to launch bundles that incent them to step up their average order value price when they buy a couple things together now it could be as we've already talked about just a you know two pack bundle which is the most obvious but it could be a bundle of related items that is you know in essence the kit version of what they might need or want and if you do that if you if you bundle things together and emphasize those bundles with a higher price point uh, obviously than if it was just the individual items then you'll get what you wanted which was average order value being increased and the customer will get what they want which is, a little bit better pricing in total on those units that they buy inside the bundle. And the price-sensitive customer will go for that offer because they're very focused on you know the exact amount that they're paying for the specific pieces that they get
0: yeah that makes a huge amount of sense and again it's knowing your customer right to start with but then also knowing not just anecdotally and to be fair that although that is really under known for amazon sellers i mean that kind of relationship is great to have but also knowing their behavior not what you say you're going to do but when i do this what do you do and if you raise your price and they stop buying then then you've got to respond to that the other the amazon equivalent of this by the way i hadn't really thought of this as an upsell or downsell or cross sell but i guess it is is you can have parent-child relationships so In other words, you have one listing where you've got like 10 different offers related. They're separate listings, but they're related. And uh, people can click on it and see. And it's not uncommon to see a one-pack, a two-pack, a three-pack. Amazon doesn't like it if you relate too many things that aren't strictly variations of the same thing. But you could get away with doing a, a kit. For example, you might sell one pack of candles two pack of candles and then a candle making kit or something and then a sort of super deluxe version yeah. and that's a way it doesn't so much increase the average order value by people adding one after another so they're not upsells and downsells they're alternatives to each other right but the value shopper will still go well, i could get one candle for five dollars but i could get two candles for nine dollars hmm uh, or i could get this kit and, and that's actually only fourteen dollars and actually i could make ten candles well hmm so that kind of thinking uh- again it pushes up the average order value so it's it's a
1: different way of doing it but the average order value is still higher at the end of it absolutely right okay so that is seven ways to increase your average order value and really really encourage you to just literally make a framework we should do make this for for everyone but a template like Hmm. have you implemented this you know method number one have you implemented method number two have you implemented method number three what was the outcome When did you do it? When did you start it? When did you, you know, look back to see the impact so that everybody listening could say to themselves, hey, I implemented seven ways to increase my average order value in an over three month period. I did it by 42% or whatever. Mm -hmm. I really think this is just so just cut and paste almost in a way. Just try these things and test to see what happens. And even if you get a 10% boost overall, that would still be 10% more uh, impact on your bottom line. And, also, uh, I I think
0: that it's really important to be clear-minded about the maths of this because if you're selling physical products with hard costs and you're on Amazon or somewhere or even DTC uh, site where you have uh, expensive fulfillment, it could be that your profit margin on something, if let's say you send your average order value is thirty-five bucks. Let's yeah, thirty-five bucks exactly. And you've got a cost to acquire the customer, cost to acquire the customer that on a Shopify universe could be huge, mm-hmm. uh, could be fifty, <laughs> right? If you can get your average order value to fifty then you're actually gone from losing 15 bucks a sale to, to breaking even i mean that's pretty profound but on amazon if you're paying for traffic it, it can make the difference if you're selling if your average order value is 20 and to get them to the listing costs you a certain amount, and you're making maybe three dollars profit if you increase your average order value to 23 that is not a, a a 3%. It's not a small percentage increase doubled. in your profit. It's doubled your profit. And yeah. you can so easily miss that. Very basic maths. It's like, because right. everyone's so revenue-centered. Like, yeah. this is really huge when it comes to profit. And I love, I know you're very profit-centered. And and what else was sane? It's such a sane thing to be. But, uh, yeah, you could totally miss that. Like, okay, mm, reven- okay, profit equals income minus expenses. Okay, so if I increase the income, you know, the income I say, so it's a like, oh, 20% margin, if I increase the revenue this percent, oh my goodness, I've doubled my profit. So it's it's so 100% worth doing and you're absolutely bang on with this is a list of things that could transform your business. As it really is
1: big doors swing on little hinges or, or yeah. little locks unlock big doors, either way, either metaphor yeah. you like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is the it is the case that each one of these things will give you that incremental boost. And you're right. To impact your net profit, it could be a radical difference. But the difference between survival and failure. And so there you go. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this conversation. Uh, I know I have. It's always good to review these kinds of kind of obvious and yet little <laughs> done. Yes. Uh, efforts, and We yes. are in that situation where we've got these lists of amazing things we can do that we should do, and but we sometimes neglect the most obvious. And so there you are. Of I'd love it, it. In- for
0: those who've just joined us. Perhaps you could just run through the the seven ways to increase your ARV as well as a nice sort of oh, sure. packaging up.
1: Yeah, let me recap it. So seven ways to increase your average order value. The first way is simply offer a two pack instead of just a single item. Russell Brunson has proven mm-hmm. amazingly well. And so that's a simple way to increase your average order value. The second way is in Shopify, use a tool called Bold Product Upsells and build in a related product being upsold in the checkout process. And it's simple to set up and it's evergreen so that that can be inside your store on all of your products. Third way is to use that same tool, Bold Product Upsell, but do it in an actively managed situation where you lower the price of one product as a sale but you build an upsell on top of it and in that way you've created a little sales funnel where you really boost short-term transaction values and you kind of actively manage those a few times a year or a few times of you know whatever durate you know uh, frequency of time you want to do the fourth way to increase average order value is begin introducing higher priced items into your catalog look to see what your customers buy at you know, two, three, four, five times your price point and see if you can't offer those same items to your customer in your store. And surprisingly, sometimes that works and it increases your average order value radically when you have higher price point items. Fifth way is to add a customer's also bought or recommendation tool on your product pages. Amazon does this, you know, kind of in their system, which we talked about how you can, you know, tweak that algorithm. But in Shopify, you can rig it up directly yourself with apps. The sixth way is offer a buy more, save more discount coupon strategy. If you're going to do couponing or say special sales, never do a flat rate 20% off coupon strategy. And the seventh way is test your way into just simply raising your prices and see if you have pricing power, how much pricing power you have. And where you can take your average, uh, you know, price point. And in that way, all seven ways, you can radically increase your average order value and therefore your revenue and profits. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I love this. This is such good. As you say, the kind of reminder of this so-called obvious, which, we, yeah, but. Have you done it and, and this sort of framework really helps you to just go back and just you know treat it as a strategic framework and just just uh-huh. implement this stuff over three months six months 12 months and just watch the money roll into your account because this is not hard to do a lot of this stuff it's just being mindful about it and i really think this is great great value you've just provided the the e-commerce world there so talking of the e-commerce world and what you bring to it i know that your e-commerce power book still out there and uh, mm-hmm. selling well. Tell us more about how, how are the sales going. I haven't really so sort of checked in with you on that.
1: You know, it's exciting. We get new re- reviews in frequently. I just we got another set of reviews that came in, so the book is starting to really do well. We also have the Audible edition that will be on Amazon in the next week or so. So, by the time you hear this episode, go to check to see if there's an Audible edition. And it's read by a really talented voice actor, and so that's exciting and so thank you for for asking me yeah, the book has, has gone well, and we're really excited about how people are using it to build their businesses. I think the reviews that have come in that I'm most honored by are the reviews that start by saying, "I've sold you know online for seven years," or you know I've sold online for years," and yet I learned a lot from this book. you know it's really designed for people who know what they're doing. And I think there's a huge amount of value for those types of people, even though it sounds like sort of newbie centric. I think the veteran sellers get a ton out of it as well.
0: It's interesting what you were saying about that. I mean, it's, by the way, Audible one of my favorite ways to consume books. So that's going to be fantastic to to be able to listen to that. I look forward to listening to that myself. But I think what you just said about I've sold online for years and I've learned a lot. I mean, first of all, not a surprise to me because I know the quality of your thinking and the value of it. But to your point of what we were talking about today, is it fairly straightforward? Yeah. Are people actually implementing it? Mostly not. And therefore the stuff that you would have to teach a beginner as a new concept For an established seller, it's probably not new, but it's a reminder of the power of it, which you are a personal demonstration of in your own store with with Cinnamon and your work with your clients now. But then also, you have that happy knack of simplifying it to the point where it feels very doable and very practical. And I think that's the kind of, you know, the switch that a good coach makes. It's not necessarily a new concept. It's explained in a way that feels doable and then some practical, how do we turn this into reality? So. Maybe that's why people are saying that. But that does tie in with my experience of you, which is you know, why they should buy the book. If you haven't bought the book yet, folks, I'm going to shamelessly plug this because it's not my book, but you're you're a fool. If you love this podcast, buy the book <laughs> because Jason, you know, has that happy knack of, of making it happen for people. So get yeah. reading and get implemented, guys. Appreciate Slap my head over. Thank you so much for, yeah. for uh, raising the topic. AOV, one of my favorite things. Haven't talked about it for ages. Yeah, Really great topic.
1: Well, as always, thank you for listening with us today. If you've enjoyed the podcast, then be sure to leave us a review or subscribe to us on your uh, podcast player of choice. Love that. It's always helpful. We're honored to be able to uh, talk all things e-commerce, and uh, it really is an honor to be able to serve uh, the community of e-commerce sellers. And it's just such exciting times. It's it's fantastic business to be in, and we hope that this podcast has helped a lot. So with that, Michael, thank you again, as always, for a wonderful conversation. Thank you, man.
0: That was the E-Commerce Leader podcast with Michael Veazey in London, England. And Jason Miles in Seattle, Washington. If you liked this content, don't forget to subscribe to the show on your podcast app. For free resources, including PDFs and videos on topics like traffic, products, and sales channels, just go to www.TheEcommerceLeader.com. No hyphens, just as it sounds. Thanks so much for listening.